just a bloke in a bar. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Bloke in a Bar. Now, you may be looking at this on YouTube going, is the beak looking bigger or is he in a different place? Well, the beak <laughs> may be bigger, but I am in a different place. <laughs> I'm a Gypsy Tail Podcast. They've been gracious enough to allow us to use the studio because I needed to get my man Brimo. He's too arrogant to fly down to Sydney. So I thought I'd fly to him and get it done. But just want to say a massive thanks to Gypsy Tail Podcast. Uh, go to gypsy Podcast. Well, gypsy-tail.com, that's the site. Go there if you want to grab any Gypsy Tail gear. Uh, really successful podcast. Actually had some footy players on. Heaps of different people from all walks of life are on it. Great podcast. Been around for a while. Uh, and also on Instagram, Gypsy Tail Podcast. But I have the great AJ Brimson here. How you going, brother? I'm going well. Thanks for having me and thanks for calling me arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> now, we, we, we spoke about this off air, but I want to revisit this because this, this offended me. This really fucking pissed me off. You said that when people have do not disturb on, so you send them a message, mm-hmm. it says this person has do not disturb. Do you want to bother anyway? You said you send the message and then you say, yes, I do want to bother and you bother them anyway. Is that true? 100%. Uh, if I want to text you, I'm texting you for something important. So, And especially, you know, it might be midnight, 11 o'clock at night. But if you've got do not disturb on, a little, I'm not going to call you. Yeah. A little text message, a little ding. If you're, surely a little ding isn't waking you up. And if it is, my text as well. All right. What's, <laughs> it's a what's, win-win. what's your cutoff time then? Like if I'm rolling, is, so is it 11 o'clock that you're not going to do disturb? Or is it is it earlier? Because um, honestly, I'm in bed by 11. If you're dinging me at 11, I'm filthy. It depends how, how good it is. You know, okay. If it's, if it's a... <laughs> If it's worth you waking up to. If it's not, I can wait till the morning. What if? What about if I wanted to be the judge whether it was worth it or not, though? Are you a good judge or what? <laughs> <laughs> so you're a good judge. I'm a good judge. Okay, okay. fair enough, fair That's enough. Fair. Um, be really interesting to see what the comments are in the comment section. Is it worth disturbing a do not disturb person or is it not? For a bloke who's recently single, I think <laughs> he might... Uh, appreciate the, the, the notify. Okay. It's all love. It's all love. It's bro. all love, love baby. How's the preseason been going? We were just talking before. You feel like you're having one of the better preseasons you had in a while. How's it going? It's going well. Uh, the vibe's really good at the moment. The weather's been actually really good. There's usually a bit of flooding this time of year, and mm. our field especially gets under. So we're always at different venues and that. So it's actually been touchwood really good. But um, yeah, the, the additions of um, Ryan For- um, Kieran Foran and um, Sam Verrills have been mm. really good. So vibe's good. But in terms of me individually, uh, Green's coming along well and um, just. Just getting away with a bare minimum at the moment, so the boys are into me. Torture. So basically, we spoke about this off air as well. You're being, you can do skills, and then they're capping the Ks you do each week. Yeah. So at the moment, so there's like, I haven't done any conditioning with the team. Uh, the that boys are into me for, not, me off, for missing bro. all the yo-yo. So they do this thing called body load. Yeah. And it's like this tough as like 10, 15 minute little block where there's mm-hmm. like up, down pads, medicine balls. It's just like a thing they do a couple of times a week. And I always G the boys up, like, you know, when they go to do I go, come on, let's just rip into this. Eh? Let's just oh, as I go sit in the shade and have some water. But um so I still haven't done that. Probably try dodge the next yo yo test as well. Mm. But um just yeah, in terms of K's, like um just coming back, um uh, full uh the first week back was my full uh week at preseason with the team. Yep. So I think they're just making sure I don't overdo it early because I'm twenty four going on forty with my body. Yeah. I mean, you look kind of forty. Mature. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so and so, have you had an opportunity to test whether your cardio is as good as... You know what I mean? Like, I actually feel pretty good. I do a lot of off-feet conditioning. Mm. We do... The boys do that as well. Um, 
we've been training hard. Like the boys have the big days. They're doing 10, 11 Ks on the field, gym, and then an off-feet conditioning session in the afternoon. Mm. Whether it's like assault bike, rowing, whatever. Uh, but all up until Christmas, I was starting to do some conditioning just on the side of the field in terms of running. And then I was doing off-feet uh, cardio every day. But we do 13 on 13 stuff now and I'm still blowing, but... Um, did a fair bit over the break just to keep things moving with the groin and that with the physios mm. and got to do some more conditioning out. And I actually feel pretty good. Yeah. Uh, pretty surprising, but everyone heads into round one thinking they're all right. And then you're just <laughs> absolutely cooked. So. And so are you, have you put on muscle mass or have you lost muscle mass or you kept the same? Um, I think I put on a little bit of muscle mass. <laughs> I'd like to say. scale say that? that? Yeah, like 0.2 or something <laughs> like that. No, we actually do these body scans and it like test how much kilos of muscle you yeah. have and how much fat and that. So... <clears throat> Um, before Christmas, I had a bit of fat to lose, but that was probably due to me not running so much and having a decent off season. And then um, now I'm back running and and gymming and and off it, Conan. So yeah, rigs slowly getting there. The rigs slowly getting there. Slowly. So you like shirt off down the beach, ready to go? Yeah, bro. You ready now? Were you ready uh, pretty Christy? I'm ready now. If I'm standing, like, I don't want to be sitting down a hunch. You know, <laughs> you know those self conscious <laughs> yeah. hunches, bro. You know how you know how ripped you got to be to not be bro, like get something when you. Hunch. I don't. I don't think. I don't think it's worth it. Like. You have to be pretty ripped to be sitting there and still look decent. So yep. I just stand up. Good lighting. <laughs> Lean back. You always what face the sun. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You got to get the sun. You know those, bro. You know what I actually can't understand. Like I got photos on my phone of me at the beach. Some in like some lighting where the sun's behind you. It looks like I've got zero definition in my rig yeah, whatsoever. Yeah. Like it's nothing. Like yeah. no chest, no arms. <laughs> shit rig. You turn around, you get a good lighting. I'm like, fuck. Is look at right. Yeah, I'm like, I actually look right here. You know what I used to think was funny is like when you take, took a photo thinking like you're going to be looking ripped and then you went and looked at the photo and you're like, bro, I look terrible. Bro, that's the worst day. That's head noise, eh? It smashes you, you to don't pieces. Eat for the rest of it. <laughs> meant to go have Maccas that night. No, bro, not tonight. Um, yeah, so what's the, I guess, we speak about a lot on our podcast in regards to the Titans. Like we think your attack is incredible. We just think the defense, well, not we. I personally think like, the one thing you guys need to fix is defense. Once you can like fix that, mm. you can challenge for the eight. Is that something that you guys have really focused on in, off, in the preseason or not really? No, we have. And to be fair, we've kind of, I reckon it's been a known thing for for years now. Like mm. we've always been kind of known as like, unfortunately, like a touch footy team, mm. like end to end. We can put on some mad uh, full field tries, but then we can let in full field tries and, and whatnot. So I think the addition of um, having Brett White in here from, uh, Melbourne and Canberra he's just kind of got that tough mentality and but he's he's also like a legend as well off the field and we're just putting in a lot of work in terms of our, our defense we've kind of um, brought it right back shipped it right back to the basics of literally getting feet into contact like mm. from like what you would do as an under 10s like yeah. learning how to tackle properly um, and then obviously you've got you know whether you're jamming or passive or all those sort of things but um, it has been a massive focus this preseason but I also think the downfall for us isn't just our defense it's probably our effort as well like mm. in terms of even something similar like uh simple like line speed and kick chase like uh things that require like literally no skill like yep. it sounds cliche but like they're the things that penrith and shit actually do absolutely and and it and it shows so mm. i think if we can get in better at that part of the game and really enjoy and focusing on and on a grind in defense then like yeah i know with attack like we can score from anywhere we always we always can um and now we've still got, I mean, we've got um, new players in our spine and, mm. and things like that. So we're going to be dangerous. It's just, like you said, like playing an 80-minute game and yep. being able to defend. It sounds so cliche, but it really is just the standards you set mm. for the player beside you. Like, are you going to watch 
if, whether he's a senior or a junior player, are you going to watch him not tie in from the inside and not say anything? Mm. Or are you all going to pipe up and be like, oh, that's fucking not good enough. Hold yeah. each other accountable kind of thing. It's hard, man. Like, I'm one of the uh, senior players. We are leadership group thing but I'm one of the senior players there now and it's hard like we have like a rule like no phones and massage and mm. then we'll be there and it's not a massive rule it's just yeah. you know like it's a little session just yeah. zone out for a bit and I'll see someone on the thing and I'm like I don't want to be that fucking narc that's like but then I'm like if I don't do it then fuck we're just I'm like you know we're just in the same yeah, spot absolutely so I you know got to be the old Wait, like you know, as a G out, no phones, you know, no phones can't like fucking muck around a bit. But they're the things, and I think um, Foran's been really good at that straight away. As soon as he's on the field, he's just like, bring the boys. And obviously, we all grew up. I grew up watching him, Mm. so it's like it's awesome to have him there. And I think, you then you don't want to, you don't want to train shit because you don't want him to be like, fuck, come on, man, you're better than that. You know, just really already like lifts the standards of training. Mm. Um, So, yeah, it's important. Those senior players, like it's they're so important. I remember. so we were doing fitness at the Broncos and this is like, it would have been like 2006, seven. So a good, like we had a lot of good players. A good era. Good era. Um, anyway, so did fitness and like I won the fitness drill by a substantial margin. I mean, that's what I do, but. Fuck me, what was this? Anyway, no, so, but I won by a while. But anyway, so on the last, you know, the 1.2K up 20, up 40, up yeah, 60 yeah. back. Oh yeah. And so on the last stretch, I was like layering up, like just, just, just run and layering up a little bit. Carrying on. And and, I, and so I had won the, the fitness by, you know, a good margin or whatever. Anyway, so like Sammy Thide pulls me up after it and he was like, mate, don't ever fucking do that again. And that was the, the level that they, even if you're winning by a, a long margin, they still have standards that can be set even higher. Like for example, instead of layering up, I should have ran harder. Yeah, and that's yeah. the message here. And it stuck with me. I never, obviously never did it again in a fitness drill. Yeah. But that's the the level that's a st- level of standards you've got to have. Like you've got to have senior players like Sammy Thiday going, "Bruh, you actually could have been even better," instead of carrying on like a dickhead. Yeah, and like that, I think that's the beauty of why those teams are so so great. Like Melbourne Broncos back in the day, like those mm. sort of things. And probably another area where we've struggled is having those senior players. For sure. Like I look at me, I still feel like a which I am a kid, mm. but I am one of the more experienced players in the team. And then you get someone like Fozzie, and you're like. Fuck, like yeah, this wow. guy knows what he's talking about. He's been around in a good way. Mm. And like, you can just see the, the impact that it has. Cause like, I can say something, but like, I'm also still one of the boys who's early 20s, you know, and it doesn't mm. have that same effect. And yeah. when someone like Sam Thiede or something says something, you know, you you don't want to, and like, like Foreign already in, like, he's already got that authority over the group. Yeah. Um, and Tino's got it. But again, Tino's, he's still learning. He's still yeah, really young. He's absolutely. still one of the boys yeah. as. Not that he can't be one of the boys, but you know he'll he'll have a he's still got a kid brain. He's in yep. the meetings, poking people and everything as yep. well. He just um, obviously when he's out there, he leads with his actions. But well, it's very hard for him. Like, let's say you're behind the trial and the try has been let in, and he's like what 22, 21, 22. And 22. Broncos had this issue, this this issue as well. Like Paddy, like Paddy and Tino, they're going to be play for state for the next ten years. Everyone knows how good they are, but it's very hard for him to come and say, you know, fucking pull your head in, do this because it's like. Bro, you've only played like 50 NRL games. Like, mm. you don't really know much about NRL either. Whereas, like, as you said, Foran, he has seen it all. He's yeah. seen literally the, the tippity top and all the way to the, mm. to the bottom. And so whatever he says, you're going to be like, well, if you've been around for 250 games or 300 games, whatever it is, you know what, yep. you've got that authority. Yeah, It's very hard. It doesn't matter how good a young player it is. It's very hard to have that authority. 100%. And when you've got older players in the squad, it is hard to... For them to buy into it as well, you've got mm. players who've literally played double amount of games as him going like, 
hang on. Like, yeah, what, what's I was, I was around when you were playing 16, you know yeah. what I mean? But I think we've kind of filtered out um, some of the, the older boys. And I think at the moment we've got like a pretty young squad, which is good, but we've got a, a squad that's kind of like eager to mm. learn now. And it's, I think it's good. And what's the, what's something that you've really, obviously with the authority of foreign and, every, and making sure everyone meets a certain standard, what's something else you've kind of noticed since foreign has arrived? Um, He's pretty, um, like he's a legend bloke, but he's pretty like, he's pretty like in depth with like the way he goes with things, like mm. the way he wants to play. And, um, like, obviously if I'm going to be in the spine with him, we, we've been working closely and just, just, just tips that he's taken from players like Turbo, things like that and what they used to do and, and how he really, um, identifies like each, in, each team individually and like yep. where he's going to play them. And it's the same when we versed him. I used to hate versing. You do that little 71. The winger jams, he goes over top. If he stays out, he hits the back. Like, he just always hits the right option. Yeah. He freaking digs that far into the line, man. Yeah. Every time we do any water of a block, I literally think it's coming to me and then he hit shorter. I don't think he's hit me, he plays that back. But just probably just in depth in his detail. I think <coughs> I've been around players like Ches and that. And yeah. like just the, like, they're all keen to have fun off the field. Mm. But then, like, when they're out there, it's like, fucking we're getting this done yeah. and then we can muck around again. One thing that I like, as I got older, I started to realize is like, these guys aren't there by accident. Like yeah. they're not there by luck that they just, their talent was really good. Like they study and work on their game like every single day, yeah. every day. And their body. Like yeah. I'm only, this is my sixth year and I'm like, I feel like it's gone so quick but then you look, it's been like six years and you're like, Man, this guy's been like 13, 13 years, whatever it is. Yeah. And it's like, you got to be, He'll be doing a lot of stuff off the field to keep like, oh. and obviously he's had his fair share of injuries. Yeah, but he's you know he's pretty professional in that way. And I'm like, mm. fuck, when I'll be getting old, it'd be hard, like harder and harder to find the yeah. motivation to get up and stretch and do that sort of shit. So mm. that's good. Um, anyway, take us back to uh, well, I uh, sorry, we'll talk about it. Um, in the off season, obviously you lost your best mate, mm-hmm. Hampo. Um, how's it been since? And I guess one of th- one thing I wanted to and you obviously can do whatever you want but what, like maybe just a nice story about him that would kind of explain what he was like as a bloke for people that are listening me personally the, the, I remember when I did come around and drop those beers off and yeah was, he was there I, he was there yeah yeah and yeah, remember yeah. how he had a game the next day yeah 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 and he's like such one of the boys yeah that he's like he was like oh I better go to bed and, that. and, and we were like come on bro and he was like oh alright <laughs> he came down he only had one beer or whatever yeah but that was the kind of bloke he was like he was definitely yeah. like a lot of people say oh he's one of the boys mm. but he was actually yeah. one of the boys nah he's a ledge he, um, he loved his footy loved obviously bloke in a bar that sort of shit like just the he's just a realist bro you know he just fucking um, um, took life as it came and then he was fucking couldn't wait to get overseas he'd been waiting to go to Europe and shit he was gonna do his Kentucky and then that's when cause I had a missus and that and I was like so we broke up. I was like, "Fuck, I'll come over with you." Mm. And like, like we like we had the time of our life, bro. Like mm. the shit we did, like fucking, it was best memories, which is I think probably gives his family a bit of comfort and that sort of stuff. Uh, he's doing his teacher course. He was just about to finish his um university there, and yeah, we lived together for about four years mm. at that house, and then down at Palm Beach. Mm. And he only left because he went to ready just to try um crack, you know, obviously NRL preseason. Yeah. And I think possibly it was on the cards. Uh, he had a good year again uh, up there, but. I think he was kind of saying to me, like, I'm going to give it one more year. If not, I'm going to come back down the coast. Because he was, you know, single lad, sur- like a little surfing down the coast, playing at the Tweed, yep. loving it. But he just kind of went up there for one last crack to try to make it. Uh, but, but yeah, nah, it's hard to throw, I think, of one story, really. Yeah. But he, he was, honest, honestly, God, like, not even saying this, like, easily, easily the funniest mate I had. Easily. Oh, really? Like, just the video, just little shit. Because, like, you know, when you live with someone, you just sit on the couch talking shit. And, like, yeah. <laughs> you just end up having so many little inside jokes. And yeah. we used to live with me, him, and my brother. So, like, 
the amount of times like we just have little fucking dumb jokes and he'd just be you know just sitting there just off us because yeah. it'd be about nothing but literally not in general easily my funniest mate right yeah sucks. as i said the, the small small interaction i had with him you could tell like you know each person kind of has a role in the crew yeah yeah and like he was the, he always like seemed to bring the happiness in uh, the crew talk about knowing your role like he knew his role like yeah. and that's why he was so good to live with like mm. when we were at school he was the grubbiest dude not grubbiest <laughs> but like eat his vegemite all on his face just like <laughs> and he was honestly if you'd asked me at year 12 like who's one person you wouldn't want to live with it would have been liam honest to god <laughs> And he's a st- he was a stingiest dude. When he first moved, uh, when he first, so he went to New Zealand. He's at uh, Warriors, playing a bit of 20s there. Yeah. He fucking pulled, came back real real smart, came back real quick. So he was asking to move in. I was living with Phil Sammy at the time. Mm. And it was like a three bedroom. We were just like fresh 18. We were like, not struggling, but we could have used an extra, extra room. Yeah, rent. for sure. And, he, and he's offered like $50 a week to live in the garage. <laughs> so I said, fuck no, you know. And then we well, I would have never said yes. I think we agreed on like $75 or something because I was like, bro, I need something. But then I'm like, 75 is better than nothing for yeah, us. Yeah. And I was like, anyway, so he ended up moving in the room. In the garage or in nah, the No, we let him in the room because I was like, bro, you could be in the garage just to sleep. But you're still annoying us in the fridge, in the kitchen, in the lounge. Yeah, like, yeah. You're just, no one's going to be in your room anyway. Um, so nah, but we used to always call him pretty stingy. Uh, but... Yes, yeah, so we lived together for those years, and he had a missus at the start, and he was just a proper simp, proper burger. Just oh, like, really? <laughs> worst dude ever, and then they broke I, up, and he. I think we've all been through that stage, oh, young blokes. Yeah. Like you just simp so hard, and then you realise right. that like it's just not the way to and go. And then afterwards, he was, he, he was good. He admitted yeah. it. He's like, yeah, like I admit, I was, <laughs> I was a simp. Yeah, massively. So, mate, um, yeah, it's, it's it's obviously tragic, but I guess the the joy that he did bring is better than not having it. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, I think he was like calling home overseas and like apparently the amount of times he was saying like he's literally having the best time of his life. Yeah, so So good. like, I think that did kind of give him comfort because like, like I said, you, you know, at your website, like we had, we had some fun. Yeah. Oktoberfest, uh, Ibiza, all that sort of stuff. So mm. it was good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, take us back to a young fella, bro. Young Brimo. Um, born on the Gold Coast? Born in Brizzy, Wesley. Born in Brizzy. So yeah, you can't bro. even claim to be a Gold Coast man like me. Well, I was, I was day one Broncos fan. you day one Broncos fan? Well, I was. But you, you you pretend you're a Goldie kid. Like you got the Alfred's apartment hat. Yeah, like bro. you think you're bro, mad. Like I local. Claim I'm you're not Palmy. a local, bro. I've been Palmy two years. Bro, you're not a local. Fraud. Just so you know, you're not. From a local, you're not a local. <laughs> Burley, Palmy. You reckon you're the king? Prince. I don't want to be the king. I'm, I'm happy being the prince. You're the prince of prince. Burley. Who's uh, the king? I don't know. <laughs> I don't, don't want to be. King. That's what I'm saying. Isn't it like a del- direct line of lineage there? I actually reckon, honestly, I'll give a shout to, um, do you know MC? He's the owner of the Valley's Eyewear, Michael Crawley. Uh, he lives in Palmy. Okay. He's, 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 he's a, a big king. dog. He's a big dog. He's mates with Chris Hemsworth, that kind of thing. Oh, that he can be the king. I don't okay. want to be the king. Okay, so you're the prince. But um, born in Brizzy, was at Suncorp every Friday night, yeah. watching Bronx. I was actually at the game. You know the one where, I think we've spoken about this, where um, Lockie kicks it over. You run down the sideline, maybe against Para, possibly. Yeah, Para, yeah. Yeah, you run yeah. down, you score. Like I was there. Like I was no like, way. Yeah, yeah. Where were you sitting? Like is I was, high, low. I was like say medium, and I would have been <clears throat> if this is halfway and you've run down here to score. I would have been here. I remember like watching you, but then like not seeing if you got it down. Like, yeah, trying yeah. To look at the big screen. Oh, I got it down, bro. I got it down. I don't know, lad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're the bunker these days. Yeah, these days are fucking. It got down. A little bubble. I tell you um, what, it fucking broke me beak doing it though. I got my head literally grazed along the ground. Is that how it? No, it's, I mean, look, look. Was it already big? Look, I tell people it's big because they're being broken a lot, but I'll be honest, it's just the way it is. It's just naturally. It's big. just naturally big. That's fair. But I reckon, like, I reckon big noses are hot again. I reckon, bro. Are they back in? Like, like I reckon Crocs. they're back in. <laughs> Crocs and big noses. Yeah, are back yeah. In. Like you know, everyone hated Crocs for a bit. Yeah. 
and like hated everyone hated big noses. I, I reckon like I may be responsible for the rebirth of the big nose. Well, you've owned it, which is good. <laughs> you know, like, you know, you've owned it, which is good. You've... And like the best thing is, is like my missus told me all the time, like she doesn't like hot dudes anyway, so. Bro, why would you like hot? I don't. I don't like hot chicks. <laughs> exactly, either. bro. I don't like hot chicks at all. <laughs> and so, like, I'm like, oh, thanks, babe. It's like we're all different preferences, and you clearly don't like good-looking dudes. Well, that's lucky for you. <laughs> Should we stay, <laughs> mate? I'm a glamour to her because I'm. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. on the other end of the scale. And your rig's getting better too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew you would say something about it. I knew you would say something about it. Rig's getting way better, bro. Oh, biceps. Yeah, look, I've been man. putting in the work, baby. But yeah, Brizzy boy, um, uh, moved to the coast. My mum met her. Who was your Who was your favorite player? Was Lockie? Yeah, Lockie, Lockie, Lockie Hodges. Lockie Hodges, the great. Yes, other Hodges. Yeah, and um, yeah, and like the sick thing was when I played Twenties Origin, we had Justin Hodges as a coach, and yep. like, I remember waiting around the field trying to get photos. I actually ran out. Um, my like mum's friend, someone knew Ben Hannett, and he organised me. I like um for like my birthday, I mm. ran out. I got like, photos when I was like seven. You know, you like little kids run out in front of a team. Yeah, I did that at the, the Bronx one day. I remember like looking in the sheds and seeing like Lockyer and that about oh, to run out. Right. I'm like, oh my lord! And then like you have like a camp and Justin Hodges, your coach, and you mm. have like beers with him. I'm like, fuck, this is crazy. Yeah. And then I um, parents split up when I was like ten or mm. whatever. And um, was, that, was that tough? Or you were too uh, young to kind of? Yeah, not really. It was yeah. just like I was pretty young, so then it was just like normal. It was just like. Um, it wasn't like a, yeah, I think I would have been like maybe eight or nine Yeah, okay. when I split up. Like it wasn't a massive deal to be honest. And then it was just normal. It was just so normal that I'd go dad's, I'd go mum's. Okay. So you just made it part, almost like it is what it is. And I just, yeah. 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 And like, like you said, like if maybe if I'm when I was 15, I'd be like, fuck rattled. Like, yeah. fuck, like my parents are splitting up. But, Cause it's just like, all I remember now. Mm. Um, so then dad said in Brizzy and, um, mum met a husband now down the coast. Um, so I moved, I moved down the coast when I was 12 and then I was just kind of like, like playing touch footy as my main sport. Mm. Went to like a St. Andrews Lutheran College and I was just like, frick, this ain't for me. Mm. Then I went to Benoist High School of grade eight and nine. Benoist. Yeah, no bro. way. That's a pretty rough school. I mean, I don't know about now, but when I was growing up, it was It was rough. like, <clears throat> so when I first went to Kibra, they're like, oh, like watch out. Like there was like, 10 more fights at Benoist than there would have been at Kibra. Like yeah. all the big boys are footy boys that are church boys, nice. No, one, no yeah. one's as bad as as the standard skater boys who freaking want to get in fights and shit yeah. that was what Benoit was like yeah um, so they always like because I was at St. Kevin's for primary school which is across the road yeah 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 and so like there was always this weird like tension of them like wanting to fight us for no reason yeah. and we like uh, there's a lot of darrows that go Benoit literally don't know what's going on and who you guys are if <laughs> you want to fight us what's going on <laughs> if you want to fight us go but like I knocked about six times out <laughs> whatever uh, but um, <laughs> I've seen you three hands too and uh, and um uh, so like yeah like I literally when I was at Kibra I was like at 15 still had like zero idea how to play footy like properly yeah. so you were just purely touch footy at this touch stage footy. Yeah. I play, I played like a little bit of club like Corumbin mm. and Southport but like I just used to play touch was that because like was it because you just purely enjoyed touch more or was it because you were a smaller player when you were younger or was that like you know what I mean probably a bit of enjoying touch but then also making rep in touch and not making rep in footy like okay. I tried out for like under 12 yeah. and didn't get anywhere so then 15s, you have like your South Coast, Queensland and that. Um, they actually only picked, you can only pick like 20 boys to go trial from our school. Mm. And I wasn't in the 80s in 15. So like I didn't make the team that got to trial for the district team in 15. No way. Yeah, so like they picked like the A's plus like four and they picked these other four. Mm. So I literally didn't even get to trial for the team that trials for South Coast. 
So I was just like, wow, like I'm an absolute loser. And that's just like <laughs> South Coast, like yeah. Well, it's not even it's the one before South Coast. Yeah. It's a district that then plays also not even South, plays for, for Broadwater. So there's like Broadwater Pacific, whatever oh that is. Oh my god! Because there's like you know like a few schools that trial for this Broadwater. Then there's yeah. like the Palm Beach schools that trial for the South. Bro, one. you can nearly turn up and get a gig there. Like that's <laughs> bro. Literally, if you can pass the ball, catch and pass. But I think because I was at Kira, I swear <laughs> it wasn't because I suck. Um, and then. We had a good team then, but like I was in the Bs. And then the next year is when I started playing like 16s, like Cyril Connell actually started like, mm. I don't know how, I just started playing good footy or better footy. Started like somewhat learning the game a bit more. You know, when you're young, you just kind of get the ball and do whatever. Yeah. Somewhat starting to understand the game. And then our coach at the time was, um, or the Open Bs was uh, Ben Wolf, who was, he just signed as the 20s Titans coach. He's mm. the one that was at Tweed Seagulls and he's just gone down to Dragons as a defensive coach. Ben Wolf, did you say? Yep. Is he related to Christian Wolf or no? Yep. Brother. Oh, okay. Brother. Yep. Um, Christian Wolf is the Tongan, former Tongan coach, now assistant coach at the, the Dolphins for people that want to know. Yeah. And he's a good coach. I've never had him, but I think the Tongan boys and that rave one about he's him. A, oh, he's at the, he was at the Broncos. Um, was he when when I was there, yeah, I think he's assistant coach. And he, I could always see him laughing at me when I was like layering up and that. Yeah, yeah, carrying on. So he always had a good vibe with me. I think anyway, he might hate my. <laughs> he's really laughing at you. <laughs> yeah, he's like, if I you fucking hate this kid. <laughs> I'm trying to train, and this cunt's fucking carrying on like a dickhead. Um, uh, no, but I, yeah, I I really enjoyed Christian. So they were good. Then he invited me to come to Titans, like a you know those junior academy, you're 15 mm. or 16 years old. Um, those mm. little you do like one day every like school holiday sort of shit. Yeah. And I was doing that, and I started playing 18s, and then um, year 12 at Kibra. And I mean, like, we lost early. We had, let's count it the other day, we had seven players in our team. Mm. Pretty sure it was seven play NRL in our year 12 team. And we lost early in the quarters to Palm Beach. No just, way. Just, I wouldn't say we choked. Like, they were a decent team. But, like, I mean, looking back on our team, we're like, we had, like, our front rows were Tom McKayley, Painhouse, and Milwaukee. Like, Holy. at school. Like, and we had that Cons Lamelu, Jesse Arthurs, that Tyrone Roberts Davis. Was Painhouse I mean, always massive? Yeah. Bar, yeah. yeah, he was. Holy. And then you got like, they feed on that. They were like two years below us. So they weren't even, they were in 15s, like Tanner Boyd. They had a good team too. Bar, yeah. Um, is Benji like a god at Kibra? Yeah. Because like, yeah, I, he is. I could be wrong, but I feel like, he, was he like the first superstar? From I don't there, know maybe? if he was the first, but he's, he might have been the first, but I think like you hear stories like, you know, they kind of refer back to old players at Kibra yeah. and you just... You hear stories of like when he came over and then you see like when he first debuted in the NRL and they were chatting about him and he's like flicking it, stepping it. Yeah. Like, so I like, I always like thought of him and like um, Ben Teo and that. You know, like oh, Benny Teo, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's heaps. Mm. They were heaps of gun players. I reckon um, Greg Eastwood was like a fullback. Like Greg he was Eastwood? one of the most skillful players ever. Bro, I'm telling you right now, Greg Eastwood is one of the most skillful for, skillful, skillful forwards. Skillful. Skillful. <laughs> uh, you know what's crazy? I make a living talking and I can't talk. <laughs> like, how does that work? Yeah, um, yeah, he's one of the most skillful forwards uh, that I've know. ever seen. Ever seen. Crazy footwork, great ball skills. Um, and he was the man coming through, like mm. the actual man. Yeah. And he Corey was, Norman. I heard Corey Norman was one of the Oh, like, Normie. Oh, Norm Dog. Brother Normie, Brother eh? Normie, oh, <laughs> Shout out Normie. Kiva's finest. Uh, and then I just, yeah, just worked my way through. Got a little, you know, I think it was a three-year contract worth four grand or whatever. It was like the yeah. under-20 sort of thing. <laughs> But, you know, like back then, it's like, I'm contracted at NRL club. You yeah. don't, I would have paid them to contract me, Absolutely. you know? Absolutely. And then... Um, and getting the kit too. Yeah, literally. You know, wearing the backpack, wearing yeah. to school, thinking the man. <laughs> Lara, you know, the boys wear their Queensland backpack to school. Yeah. Um, oh, actually, yeah. So in year 12, I made the South Coast team. Mm. Um, but that's when I didn't make Queensland. That was like, I think Jake Clifford and this other boy from up north made it. Mm. Um, 
But like, it, like I was signed at Titans. I didn't care. Like, obviously, I would have wanted to make Queensland, but mm. I was like, um, I'm I'm trying to play twenties next year out of school. Like, that's what I'm focused yeah. on. Like, yeah. um, and then yeah, just then they got my first full time contract in NRL for a couple of years, and then haven't looked back since. Eh? And so out, so you make the South Coast side. You twelve? Yep. And so out of school, did you go straight into the first grade squad or are you under 20s? Nah, nah, nah. So I went, uh, so I graduated 2015. For like two days into schoolies, I started my, I was doing apprenticeship one day a week. Mm. As you saw my youth outside, I'm a full you're certified You're not a tradesman. tradie, bro. Don't roll around gold. Houses, you think you're a mad tradie. Oh, Palm please. Beach. Please. Anyway, so, so I was gone one day a week and then I finished, literally had like a week off. Mm. Then I was into full-time working and that was, I worked all of, uh, end of 2015, 16 and 17. I went to full-time preseason and the 2017 into the 18 season. Um, so yeah, we were straight out of school in the 20s preseason and did 20s preseason the first year, played 20s, 2016, did one day a week preseason, the NRL, mm. um, 20, end of 2016 going Do you to remember like season. any of your first kind of dealings in that first grade squad? Fuck, bro. <laughs> I look, I, like, it's so good. So I chat to the young boys today, like, and times have changed. Like times have changed at most clubs. I think, especially our club, with like, mm. like you said, you know, I've heard stories about when you first started. Like mm. you've told me, like how savage it was and it hostile was it was, man. Yeah. Which is good. And we probably got a little bit of that. But mm. even when I first started, there was a bit, mm. but nothing like that. I chat to all the young boys. I'm like, man, you don't know how good you got it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I walk in and see a fresh 18 year old, and I'm going up. How was your weekend, slapping? Like, because I don't care. Like, I don't yeah. think I'm the man. Yeah. And not that it's just it's just times are different now, kids. Yeah don't really re- respond to that well anymore. Not like kids, yeah, so it's a bit different. But um, I remember when I first came, and Pete C and all those boys, and Pete C's a legend now. Like, love you on the pitch. I'm always texting him, but like, he, he would never come up to me and be like, sup bro, how was your weekend? Like, and you'd kind of go up to him and say hi, and he'd like, yeah, nod, like, hey, and then keep walking. You're like, fuck, you kind of got to earn that. You got to earn it, yeah. We'd be going to the gym, and you know, they'd be like, fuck, we got squats today. And the boys are like, some would be like, fuck, like, no, nah, I'm not doing it, like, G and up. Hmm. And you're like, they look at you and you're like, oh, am I doing this like sit up <laughs> properly? Like you're like stretching, like you don't want to yeah. do anything wrong. Yeah. And I look at it now, I'm like, I don't know if the kids, they, maybe they do. Some of the young boys, they feel like that today. They feel mm. like they're like always on edge. Mm. It is a good feeling like not being on edge yeah, like, yeah. as much. Um, but now, you know, you're walking to the gym and you're, you're into the gym coach. You're like, oh, fuck, I'm not doing that. <laughs> you're, you're mucking around. <laughs> like, around. Yep. But, and you're always fucking around. But um, so it's like normal. But I remember when I first started like, Man, you're like driving and you're thinking, fuck, am I late? You're an hour early. You're going, yeah. fuck, am I late? Like, I'm stressing. Like, I'm wearing the right shirt. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You haven't got the right kit. Yeah. And yeah. It's just different. Times. Different generation, I yeah. think. And it's not better or worse. Like, a lot of people try to, you know, go, oh, you know, younger generation's like soft or whatever. And like, okay, maybe, I guess. But also. <laughs> yes, maybe. No, but like, also, there is a benefit in allowing younger players to feel confident. Mm. Because if they don't, they, they debut and they, they don't make the right choices. They're not confident in their ability. And so, like, both sides have good and bad. Mm. Like, the old school way, it's too harsh. And think about how many young, talented kids... Get turned away. Get turned away because they're like, man, I can't. Yeah. I'm sick of rocking up and feeling like I've done something wrong yeah. or whatever. So, I think both have good and bad. Yeah. Like, I really do. Yeah, I think um, even with, like, similar to, like, coaching techniques, like, you hear, like, old school people, like, you can still spray people and people still get sprayed, but it's like some of the young ones it's like it's like more detrimental just it's it's better off kind of being around the bush with some things or treating them differently because 
some players just go into their shell and if you want someone firing and mm. confidence is there anything and and if you know you go you put them on blast in front of everyone which you think would work for everyone but some people then go fuck this like yeah. i'm just not even gonna do this you know what i mean yeah. like and then it's like well then you lose a good player yeah. and it's like well the coach doesn't back me so like yeah, i better not do this and they start second guessing themselves and as much as it, it is like fuck it's like kind of soft it's like well at the end of the day you want to get your players playing the best foot in and it's yeah. like that's up to the coach how they, how they get that out I of always them. look at like you know the NFL for example like they couldn't be more confident those players like they're so confident and arrogant and I love it <laughs> and so like the layering up okay it's whatever but like you'd have to think that however you can get 17 players as confident and as happy as possible like with whilst keeping standards obviously not you know do whatever you have to think that's the best environment mm. to be in and you're right like not everyone responds the same way like it's like Wayne Bennett used to be the best at it. He understood that certain players needed to be yelled at mm. and certain players just spoken to privately like this, that, the next Away thing. Away from the group, yeah. And so I think like, yeah, I think you're right in regards to the goal should absolutely be how do we win footy matches? Not, you know, we you spray tough? people. Yeah. yeah, you tough and can you handle it? It's like, well, no, we want to win matches. That's yeah. all we want to do. I want to um, play, play footy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's interesting to see things change. And look, like they wouldn't, it's such a competitive environment. They wouldn't change like this if it wasn't usually in most cases. I'm sure there are definitely some cases where players are taking the piss for sure, mm. where it's better for the team. Because yeah. like, why would clubs do it? Try yeah. and win premierships here. Yeah, exactly. So why would you change the way you do things if it's not as good for... If you don't think it's going to work. Yeah. Or it's better. Um, anyway, so yeah, you, do you remember any like wrestling sessions or tough fitness sessions in the first year or two of being the first grade squad? You know, you're going into your first preseason. You're not eating Maccas. You're not getting on the piss. Or like mm. me, mm. and I'm training every day. So I went in fit, you know, like, no, I wasn't winning it, but I was probably the fittest I'd ever been. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, you get into like a full, full-time system. You start getting flogged. But I guess, I think like the adrenaline and the nerves just kind of, yeah. the first couple of years, you're just like, like I said, always on edge, trying to take over, <laughs> trying to, and then that's when we had, uh, Garth Brennan. So we had uh, Neil Henry the first time I was one day a week, yep. and then we went to Garth Brennan, and, and mm. like he didn't he didn't mind a spray either. Mm. Um, so I copped a few sprays off him, and like you know when you're young, you're like it's pretty daunting, and oh, like you're especially by the boys as well. Yeah, like, yeah. You throw a shit pill and PT's like, the fuck are you doing? You're like, damn, yeah. that makes yeah. you not want to get the footy from today. Yeah, exactly, and like you're not calling for it as go much. Right, yeah. Go right, go right, because you don't want to drop it's it. You don't want to make a mistake. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Um, and then you go home and you think about it all afternoon. Yeah. Like always, oh, like. Is Pizzi off me? Like, even though he's like hasn't thought about it again. Yeah, he he doesn't even know your name. He yeah, care, bro. <laughs> but you're Wigan going. Oh, he doesn't like me anymore. Uh, like, yeah, it's uh, and you don't want that. That's not good. Like, yeah. that's not good to be like that. Anyway, so 2018, you make your debut. Yeah, five eighth round ten uh, against a Storm. Yeah, bro. Do you remember how it came about the debut? Yeah, I remember like um, hearing. Uh, one of the boys who lived with Ash was saying he kind of like G me up in the morning. He's like, "You're playing this week." It was like the Tuesday. Mm. And I was like getting strapped. I was like, fuck, shut up. Yeah. He's like, nah, I swear, bro. Like, you know, kind of like with a smirk. And mm. I was like, it's like, but I, I told, I got told not to say it, whatever. And I'm like, you know, you're never going to believe that. And then he, um, yeah, uh, Breno pulled, pulled me aside and he's just like, oh, I think about playing you this week. And it was kind of been a bit of chat for like the last month. It's when LG was back at Tweed and they put Bryce Cartwright at six and it, like we weren't going too well. And I was mm. just hoping. And then he's like, oh, um, do you think you're ready? And I was like, well, I'm not going to hesitate and say, oh, like, what am I going to say? No, nah, I think I need another couple weeks of cut. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. 100%. I'm like, yeah. fucking keen. But like when the article came out, he must have just like added a bit of GST to it because it said that, that I was like, 
like what took you so long or something like i was just like real confident i was like <laughs> fuck ease up like <laughs> I, was, I didn't say that but i just didn't want to show any what like nerves like yeah. i didn't think i was ready well you think that they want to see you go fuck yeah i'm 100%. ready to go i yeah. just said what i what i wanted what, what i thought he wanted to hear you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. i don't want to freeze and go actually you know what one more week <laughs> i'm like we're gonna i don't i don't want to drop the ball i might play bad everyone yeah, be off exactly. me exactly yeah, yeah so uh and then there's yeah, there a double header up at um suncorp but i actually remember i was in with phil um he's one of my uh, good mates and he's just like oh um you know like I didn't sleep the night before. It was good to have him there, kind of as my yeah. roommate. He's like, you know, I didn't sleep the night before, all this sort of shit. I ended up having a mad sleep. But I always remember, like, from under 20s debut, we played South Sydney down at the, some some Oval. Mm. 10 times more nervous for that, the main road debut. I don't know why. Really? But I remember, like, we were on a plane and it was pissing down rain. Like, it was the worst, most torrential rain. Mm. And, like, I don't know why. I remember thinking, like, when we landed, because it was, like, literally, like, I was like, fuck like we got here safely like i've got to play you know like not that i wanted to play in the crash you know yeah. what i mean i was like fuck like i've actually still got to play here like they're not mm. calling it off because i remember when i ran out on um at suncorp it was a special you know i was at suncorp mm. person smithy slater all those boys <laughs> it was sick yeah and i remember like running out for warm-up just being like fucking excited like mm. i go no matter how shit i play yeah i fucking made i played no under, one can take it away no one can do anything yeah. like, i think in 20s i was still kind of climbed so i was like fuck if i play shit they can put me back to 18s and i'm kind of fuck up the process yeah. but i remember thinking like obviously i didn't want to play shit but i'm like fuck, if i play play shit i'm fucking playing around with someone called this is sick mm. obviously i was nervous but i wasn't fucking that nervous mm. um and then we actually were we're actually up at half time and they end up coming back and winning um but it was a pretty it was a pretty cool week having like all the friends and being like at home not in Sydney yep. like having or not at home but at, at Suncorp is there anything you remember from the games just like seeing Cam Smith or Slater the way they moved and being like wow or I remember like. two things one thing they used to do this little um that turn up play where the half I don't think Kronk was I think Kronk was at Roosters he was in at Roosters at um, they, might have been Munster I don't know they do this little turn up play where they hit Kafusi mm. and then he turns around and pops it to Billy Slater like standard play and mm. I remember I can see it coming they've hit the lead hit Billy and I remember like uh, thinking oh yeah I've got him and he just fucking took off bro like <laughs> I wasn't used to that and like yeah. I ended up diving and just getting his boot but I remember thinking like I had him easily like he was where you are Yeah. and then in half a second he was like all the way over there and I was like mm. kind of like chilled for a second and then another thing um, they did a drop out we got a repeat and I, I caught it and I fucking I don't know if I was nervous but I kind of like started a bit and passed it and I passed a forward pass <sighs> Off the off the dropout, right? Mm. Like at halfway, the fucking touchy called it the dog. <laughs> <laughs> fucking touchies. Um, and I always remember they're all running in and like some of the boys around me, you know, it's a day, but it was a like halfway through the game. And fucking Vunavalu, <laughs> he looks at me and like they're all kind of in and he goes, ah, nice primps, <laughs> trying, <to, laughs> trying to mock me. And I always remember thinking like, fuck yeah, Vunavalu knows my name, kind of like Vunavalu knows who I am. But I, I tell everyone that I always remember him like being like, nice brimson like mocking me yeah well i was like shame like i win this round like i like you as a player and you know who i am yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Uh, but that was it's uh, funny like the that 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 cream of the crop speed and that like you would have grown up i'm sure always trusting your speed like mm. bro no one's getting me on the outside like yeah and then you get to nrl and just because you've got that kind of idea in your head of like i'm not getting done on the outside that's yeah. one thing that i do have at speed and then you're going, holy shit. Yeah, like this is another level. Like <laughs> yeah. all these people have it. Like, yeah. But yeah, I just remember he just, Adam Sweet. I was like, oh yeah, here's a turn up. I know it's coming. Did video and then mm. boots. I was like, shit, man. But um, 
it was, it was just cool to play against Smithy, mm. Slater and that. Getting um, to debut in Suncorp too, like, and you grew up exactly Broncos fan. I that. think it was like, not meant to be, but you know what I mean? Mm. Like, it was, it was pretty cool to debut yeah. there. Well, it makes it even more special. Yeah, 100%. I debuted in Man- down at Manly and so like, even though that was incredible, a debut at Suncorp would have been, mm. you know, crazy. Against yeah. Melbourne Storm too, yeah. it doesn't get much better yeah, than no, that. Yeah, no, it's, it's a, like, it's a good way to test yourself, you know, like, yeah. you had a double header, there's 50, however many there. Yeah. And you versus uh, like probably the best team in the comp back mm. then. Um, just take us back quickly to your touch footy days. Who did you play touch footy with? Uh, well, I played um, 15 screens then with KP. Mm. Um, we versus Pappy. Um, we beat him. So you've beaten yourself up? Shout out Queensland, yeah. We actually, we were up in Darwin. And, um, and Ponga's a freak. He's, um, he's a good touch player, man. And um, we were up in Darwin and we, we played him in the round game and got absolutely pummeled by him it was like mm. 9-2 or some yeah. shit and they're um, they had this little player he actually was a good footy player is that new guy his name was Brendan O'Hagan he was a little ranger halfback mm. I think he might be in England or something playing now mm. he was a weapon I've yeah. never seen someone rip a long ball like, <laughs> oh, like really? back then like when you're 15 it was like yeah. that's like the stage where you start like being able to throw long hit the winger Yeah. but not many people do it left to right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was him bro <laughs> he was tearing us shreds yeah. man um, but yeah and then we got to the final and, and we ended up beating him which was sick so um, do you remember the score of the finals? I think we won by two. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We just we just turned it on and it was sick. Like, I look at, like, touch was like, when it's like your main sport, like, it's pretty important. And, like, it was it was a mad kind of work. Like, up in Darwin for a week, playing with, like, a good squad. And um, what I loved about touch, time. like, the s- a small amount that I played it, was, like, how many games you can play. Mm. Like, whereas, like, footy, bruh, once you do that 80 minutes, your body is no, cooked. Whereas like touch footy, you've just got to be fit and like it's yeah. just and there's always there's always a chance to score. There's always break. You know what I mean? Like there's it's just an entertaining game. It's to play. so fun and it's like I used to love the social side of it. You go yeah. down to like those carnivals, and like there's chicks, mm. there's dudes. Like you're having fun and like you said, then you're like you play a game and you're like fucking next end off two hours. Go chill for a bit or you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's just a good day. I mean by the end of it, your legs are obviously cooked. Yeah, yeah. Burnt, but not like, mine, but obviously yours were. Obviously you'd be on the wing. <laughs> I'm assuming. <laughs> Just stay out there and just catch. <laughs> Hold paint, catch the ball. If you drop it, I'm spraying you. Bro, I'm telling you, I'm mad for work, bro. And ball player. Goosey. I was just thinking about that today. I was actually telling some of the boys, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to Bloggin' podcast. And I was saying like, and I was thinking, fuck, man, when you first started, yeah. and it was all about like Goosey, shit chop and that. And I was, yeah. I went on that NRL one, but I reshared my um, haircut the other day and it was like yeah. a shit chop. <laughs> and one of your things like, shit chop, like fine two weeks or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, fuck, yeah. I miss those. Oh, fuck, man. It's, um, yeah, it's, that, that whole goosey thing was like wild. Is that, that's pretty much how like that was the you reckon like the biggest thing that took off. Um, like really got your name out there. Probably like as in because <sighs> you did that Pongo highlights video too, where you were going like remember you going like like you goosey and like that. <laughs> you know what it was? Goosey? You know what did actually? It was the player reactions, like reacting to like to um, to highlights or reacting to like young fellas coming through. Mm. I think that really helped. Uh, but the the goosey was yeah that was just insane like I couldn't believe like and I, I didn't make goosey up like you know what I mean like no I know but I think you kind of like made it like, a, like everyone like everyone like you knew what a goosey was, was. Yeah. but it wasn't like a thing until ne- like and even today <laughs> I think now that everyone says goosey probably because you you started saying goosey which so is much. weird because it's just me and Hoffy when we played at the Bronx we'd always just like 
take the piss. Is that Josh Hoffman? Yeah, Josh Hoffman. Fuck, sorry. he's a funny guy. He's, he's so funny, funny bro. Like... And so we would take the piss at training all the time, doing goosies and calling them goosies. Mm. And so like that's uh, yeah, it was just crazy. And they work. They they absolutely work. <laughs> they absolutely work. Um, what was it like, Pappenhausen? What was he like playing against him? Well, obviously, like back then, I didn't I didn't even know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was 15s. So I didn't played. I don't know if he made like 15s New South Wales footy. Mm. And I don't know if Ponga knew him back then. But it's kind of only been like the last couple of years since we've like spoken about that we like versed each other. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, no, I can't really say too much to be honest. Like I don't, I don't remember like versing him too much. He obviously didn't make that much of an impact. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, we beat him anyway. So uh, like, who gives a shit? Yeah, like, <laughs> fuck losers. I don't talk to them. <laughs> um, what about KP? Was he? You know, like just gun that touched. Was, yeah. did, was what would you think was better, touch or league at that time? It was the both. both it was gun. like, and I was a bit like in awe of him back then because, you know, he was just even back then. No one was like, "Fuck, that's KP." Like, yeah, okay. He made this a year young. Like, he was that dude that made the. I think he made. He might have even made the Queensland Aussies team for footy the year before, like as a fourteen year old or thirteen, turned fourteen. So, it was, or maybe he made the touch team. I don't know. There was already rumors, and I was like, "Yeah, he's a gun." <clears throat> and then. We actually roomed together, or like we stayed with this family up in Darwin together. So we like hung out quite a bit that week. But I can't say he was any better at touching as a footy because obviously he's a gun footy player. But yeah. fuck, he like, you know, there's those footy boys who play touch, mm. but like he's a touch boy that like he plays touch, like, like he knows how to play touch. Yeah, you know? like, yeah. There's those people just like naturally skillful that can do both. Yeah. But he, um, yeah, he was, he, he carried, he probably carried us that game. Gun. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you make 15 appearances that, that first year in first grade. Uh, scored your first try against uh, at Rabina Stadium. Do you remember your first try? Yeah, bro. Against yes, the Knights, nice, lad. Can't forget what? that one. It was good. We were um, we were down to I think we had eleven people at one stage. Either eleven or twelve. Well, Keegan got sent off twice or something. But <laughs> I just remember they did the cross field and I got the lucky tap back. I think it bounced up, ran dive in the corner and just whole stacks on. Literally, like there's ten of us jumping yep. on me because I think we might have. That put us up, maybe by six. Mm. And then Ash goes down and kicks a field goal. So, like, those games early in the career, I'm pretty, like, good at remembering games and, like, mm. how it went and if I played well or not. But, um, and, yeah, that was, like, so the first game, Melbourne, tough game. We just lost. Wasn't mm. the end of the world. Next game, get a win at home. I was just, like, fucking cloud nine, eh? Yeah. And a try. The try is just, like, the feeling of, like, putting that ball down and seeing the, the grass and that. It's yeah. Irreplaceable. It's a fucking good feel. And, like, Especially at home, man. Like, I love playing at Seabus. Like, mm. we don't have the biggest crowds in the NRL, but like, fuck, I love playing at Seabus. Like, mm. yeah, it's it's a good feeling, like scoring in front of. Like, it's a good field. Crowd. Like, it's a great field to play. Oh, it's a great, great stadium, great yeah. field, and like, we got good fans. Mm. Um, but it's not like it's fifty thousand at Suncorp. But like yeah. for me, you know, and I think it's probably the same with anyone at home. Like, mm. just scoring in front of your crowd, just knowing yeah. they're gonna go off, it's good. Um, so you play fifteen games that year, and basically. At this stage, did had you re-signed already or were you at the end of a deal? or I think that I'd signed for like 2018, 19 and 20. So okay. I had a three-year deal going into the NRL. Okay. okay. Uh, and then possibly at the end of 19, I upgraded to for 20, 21, 22. And then in 2021, I upgraded for two, three, four, five, six. Okay. okay. So about three, like three separate comp contracts. So um, 2019, you rolled in and basically... Did the club kind of say to you that you, you'd be able to get that fullback spot 2019 after having the 14 or 15 games in your first year? So so I played the first 11 or 15 at 6, oh, okay. 2018. Yep. Then I went back for the last four games and that's probably where I played my best four games. Okay. So I rolled in 29, but we still had Michael Gordon at the club. Mm. And I was like, didn't really know. Like it was kind of, 
up and coming fullback, but then you've got someone like Michael Gordon who's yep. a good player as well. Um, so I end up playing fourteen mm. at the start of that year. They had um Ash Taylor and Tyron Roberts. Michael Gordon at the back. So I remember like sitting on the bench going like fuck. Like I wasn't in a point where I was like I played fifteen games. It wasn't like yeah. I was at a point where I was like, fuck this is shit, I want to change class. Yeah, yeah, I, sure. Obviously I just wanted to be starting. Mm. Like and any then, any player. Yeah, as start. you want. Yeah. And then throughout throughout the year I uh played uh, a bit of sixth and a bit of fullback with Michael Gordon uh, yep. losing his car. So there was no like certainty of my position that year. In 2019, I was like kind of in and out of mm. 14, fullback and 5'8". Yeah, okay. So you were still struggling with like, you were a first grader, but like a starting first grader. Yeah, you know I mean? it was weird. It was like, it was like our coach was like, you're an established first grader. He goes, I think you're going to be a rep player one day. Mm. But at the moment, you're just like kind of not fitting into our team. Like I think our team's better with Ash and Tyrone Harbs, mm. Michael Gordon at the back. So then... And that was the year that um, Garth got, got sacked. Then we had Justin Holbrook come in, and then mm. that's when he was like, I want you to be our fullback for 2020. Okay. Um, and also that year, you made the Australian um, the Australian side in the World Cup Nines? Yeah. Uh, what was that like? Fuck, that was sick. Yeah? It was. Uh, we won four games that year at yeah. Titans, and yeah. uh, we got the spoon. So to go into an Aussie Nines with players like the Fox, Chez, um, Wade Gray, yeah, all those, Mitch Gutho, mm. Now, like I now mates with, which is yep. awesome. Like to be in those camps, um, so that was sick. Like that was a that was an awesome weekend. It was about I I went over to Europe 2019 for about a month, and was back for four days and straight into that camp. So I was freaking a bit pudgy. <laughs> I was blowing, um, and then we went straight from that into the um, the 23s, mm. which was also sick. I got to meet I room with Brad's shit yeah. like that, Campbell Graham, those sort of blues. So that was yeah. sick. Um, and put like I mean just just the players you're around and they've all essentially gone on to you know what I mean and including yourself. Um, who was the who was the biggest pest for the World Cup nines? All the under twenty threes, either um, one. Pest in a lovable way. Fuck, I reckon the World Cup like Fox isn't a pest, but he's just his energy is so good, man. Like <laughs> yeah. he's just always got his speakers. And we used to play that on that Home Among the Gum Trees. Like that was like our team yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. All the other, um, you know, like Samoa, they always had their own like kind of songs and that sort of stuff so we used to play that and just just his energy it was like so infectious just i see him now at doggies and that shit i'm like fuck like that's good man like yeah he knows how to get the boys up like on a captain's run and get mm. them in the game day and that yeah. um and then 23s probably just probably just rad's just he, he's a legend like i only met him um that camp and mm. we were straight in the roomies and like he wasn't a pest but he's, he's just as you as you know he's just he's just a funny guy larry Kim. yeah yeah, yeah. Legend. Um, so 2020, I mean, this year, obviously a weird year because like you have an injury kind of plagued year, but at the same time, you have that incredible moment. You get called up to play for Queensland. Like, what's that feeling like, bro? Yeah. How did it happen? It was, like you said, it was a weird year. It was a, it was a um, <clears throat> what's it called? So I fractured my back that year. Um, it was a... Um, not a semi-fracture I forget what it's called but turned to a full fracture and um, I pretty much if it wasn't for COVID like stopping the competition mm. like I wasn't going to play they were just like let's just focus on 2021 oh, okay, get you back well, right because yeah. it's going back and forth and I was just getting like mistreated and shit and it was cooked and then it was just like as soon as I said they said don't worry about playing this year just get your rehab done and we'll mm. focus on next year I was like sweet then it started like flying you know mm. the process so I came back and um yeah, played the last nine games. In my opinion, the best form I've been in just that season. And I say to the boys, like, I'm about 90 kilos now. Mm. I played that, that season 93. 
pizza before every every game. Like that was my my oh, really, meal. Yeah. And then I went into twenty one thinking, yeah, I'm the man. Pizza for the games. And I started like playing average. I'm like, now, now I'm just a fatty eating pizza. <laughs> like it's not the same this year. Yeah, yeah. So I had, to, I had to drop it back and brush the pizza and that. But um, yeah, there was kind of, you know, you'd kind of play a decent game and then you'd see some comments and be like, fuck, you know, he's trying, he's going to earn his origin spot. And, you know, obviously you don't really read into it, but you, yeah. it's still in your head. You know, yeah. you're fuck, you want to play origin. It's at the end of the year and that sort of stuff. And then we versed Knights at the end of the game, at the end of the year. And I remember chatting to Ponger after the game and he's like fuck I'm getting surgery on my shoulder like I'm gonna need it and I was like surely like you can play alright like surely yeah, you're getting afterwards yeah. he's like nah I don't think I will and I was thinking fuck and then I got a sideline interview from Kevy and that's when he said like have you got anything planned like hopefully you're gonna be busy the next so you had no inkling whatsoever no 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 I haven't spoken anything until then I was like okay surely I'm gonna be in the squad yeah. because he's kind of said to me I think you're gonna be busy, you know. Like, yeah. surely he's not saying, "I think you're busy." Then just brushing me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Uh, uh, and but then the funny thing is, is because he was gonna be the coach, mm. but then Wayne was the coach, you know, mm. because uh, I think because he took the Broncos gig or yeah. whatever. So you know, he might have been keen, and then Wayne might have been like, "Nah, yeah. like this, this, he's a Derek." So. <laughs> <laughs> I think Wayne uh, has said that about you before. Right, I reckon he would have. <laughs> uh, so, I got a call I think from our club manager. Say so you're in the camp, which is. I was like, then there started being like articles, you know, there was like this meme and it was like, Ponga out of origin, there's like this meme of this dude opening a door and I had like me with like, like a big smile on my face or some shit. And uh, it's hard not to like laugh and read yeah. that shit. And then, yeah. um, but then even going to camp, we had Corey Allen, um, Val Holmes, players who can play fullback. Yeah. So I was like, fuck, I'm in the squad, which is me. Like, obviously I was stoked. I'm mm. around fucking the origin team. Mm. If I play or not. And then, I'm just trying to remember like, I think I just kind of, it wasn't so much of a conversation earlier. It was more just Wayne, just like, oh, you know, go at the back, you mm. know, and train. You yeah, know? It okay. wasn't so much like, you know, early in the week, like this is what we're doing. I think maybe as the week went on, it was kind of like, it was kind of like a thing. Like I was just training at fullback. Yep. I was like, fuck, this is sick. But like that brings back like 2018, like, or 2017, like nervous vibes. Like, yeah, wow. Yeah. Even like training sessions, like you're practicing catching at the end and like you just fucking. It's always on edge. Like yep. it's like they're the best camp. Everyone says like they're the best camps, which they mm. are. Mm. But yeah, they're like standards and yep. like catching, passing, everything like that. You're like, fuck, you gotta be on. You don't wanna make any mistakes. Yeah, you don't want Monster going, the fuck are you doing, you Derek? So, <laughs> so like, yeah, pretty on edge. But that was yeah, that was awesome. That was that was crazy. And cause, cause we're in the bubble, you know, like we mm. were just all like so tight playing cards and that mm. sort of shit. And it's just I still like think now like trip out that i actually played origin you know like mm. growing up watching origin thinking like in my head the best of the best are playing in that game mm. and it's just fucking just worked out well the way everything fell that year like with like how my back got better than <clears throat> um you know ponga might not have got surgery and i just might have been in the camp you mm. know what i mean like yeah and i might have never played so just everything worked out well and then obviously getting the win was mm. fucking crazy was were you guys aware in the camp of regards to the chat around it being, you know, the worst side ever and all that kind of stuff? Because, I mean, not only did you get to play Origin, you did it in one of the most historic wins in yeah. recent memories. Yeah. yeah during so the series. I think um, I think there was that kind of chat, but it was never, we were never used as like, oh, fuck, they're saying this about it. It mm. wasn't so much like that. I think you just kind of, everyone has social media, everyone reads it. Um, there might have been a bit of Ches being like, fuck, they're doubting us, but like, you know, like that sort of chat, but yeah. it wasn't like, they didn't, bring up the article in front of everyone yeah, like, yeah. look at the, what the fucking buzz is saying I'm yeah. saying this um, and like to be fair looking back on it like 
It probably was one of the worst sides <laughs> on paper. You know, like we had, I think we had like six debutants. You had like fringe NRL players. That, yeah. Like that were like, like, that could be in and out of a side. At, yeah, it's like, know. is he starting or bench at club? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then I stayed now. Like we had no right to win that game mm. in Adelaide um, in terms of just our squad or our team. Like I said, six debutants, I think. Like there's about three or four of us from the Titans who mm. didn't go too well. All that sort of stuff. But I'm telling you, I just think I just think Wayne's uh, he's just a king. Like just mm. the way he was chanting throughout the week, you know, saying, um, you know, I just I think I remember we had this chat and he's like, No one's gonna be perfect, but I need everyone in this room to have an eight out of ten game. If we mm. all have an eight out of ten game, we're gonna get the job. Like I don't need you, you know, things are gonna go wrong, whatever, but he said like I need everyone to be on their own game. You play eight out of ten, we'll get the win. And mm. just spoke about like the importance of it and forty years anniversary, all that sort of stuff. And then, um, obviously, we were confident we could win. Like, we never thought, oh, fuck, like, we're up against yeah. this. But, like, if you're a betting man, mm. you they would have been favourites, like, yeah. I'm assuming. Um, but, yeah, we- then going down there and then it was a same-day travel, you know. It wasn't, like, a, because of COVID. <sighs> Torture. I remember fucking, we checked in this hotel at, say, midday and we were leaving at, like, six. And they're the days where you're, like, you're so excited, but then you also want it to go real slow because you're nervous. You don't, like, want the game yeah. to come around too quick. So I remember just like laying there sleeping and just laying on my phone like, and then it'd be like quarter to five. You're like meeting in the team room at like 5.30. You're like, fuck, like you're starting to come along. It's coming real now. And then you get along and then it was because like a big like oval. It was like a real kind of like, it wasn't real windy night, but it was still windy. You get the breeze. I'm thinking, I know Cleary does these torpies. <laughs> like I know he's got these torpies. Like, am I going to go out here, drop six balls <laughs> and Queensland hate me? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, fuck. And then I was just like, similar to the debut, like we ran out there, we did an anthem. I'm just like, What's, Fuck, let's what's go. that feeling, bro? You've got the Queensland Maroon. Right, it's fucked. Honest to God. And is. the anthem is playing. You're in origin. Yeah, no, nah, it is. It's like, I can't remember. I don't think I cried, but like, like you get that kind of like, I got that thing in my eye just like, fuck, like this is actually happening. Like, this mm. is sick. And a similar feeling to my debut, like, fuck, like, no matter what happens, like, this is sick. Like, mm. I fucking couldn't wait. Um, <clears throat> and it actually was quite. Uh, normal game until there was like stoppages it'd be like you're playing your shit you're playing shit someone drops it and you kind of look up you're like fuck i'm in origin right yeah, now you yeah, know what i mean yeah, like it's just yeah. like i play another game yep. then you stop and you see like teddy walking across with clearing like in their blue jersey and you're like fuck like mm. this is the middle of an origin game kind of like you know how many people are watching how many people are relying on this that mm. sort of shit um but i think that's probably the big thing that wayne pushes as well and as they always push in those camps is like you know like they always say you know don't do it for for us you do it for the farmer in fucking Absolutely. in whoop whoop yeah, yeah. he has to go work the next you know what I mean and like, I remember going to school changes their whole week bro 100% fucking 100% it changes their year like, yeah yeah I remember going to school and the the very few games that we would lose luckily we had that era where everyone was fucking killing it when mm. I was growing up you get those fucking two kids in your school that are blues fans yeah and you're just like fucking they're <laughs> India man you're like yeah like I said luckily when I grew up it was like fucking eight straight or whatever it was mm. like fucking killing it so i was pretty lucky i didn't have to get into too many arguments but like you know what i mean like you wake up the next day you're like oh mm. you go to bed so happy like this year like i was gutted i didn't play because mm. it looked like one of the best literally i reckon one of the best series like, that game three is one of the best games i've ever seen in my life right that was unbelievable but like i've never gone to bed so happy you know what yeah, i mean like it's yeah. it, you know sometimes you can like not play and be like fuck like i just wish i was out there but like yeah. obviously i wish i was out there but i'm like like him, like when those got that intercept, you go, 
Don't. Oh, <laughs> like riding him home, man. So it was iconic, bro. And I know New oh. South Welshmen like fans like I don't want to hear that. And it's like yeah, but like if Joey was calling out Go Teddy or whatever, you'd feel 100%. the same way. Like, yeah, like so. I, I in my opinion, I mean, it's obviously biased. Obviously, Blues probably don't think it was one of the best games ever, but I think that game three. Just the physicality, it's everything It's the most about physical it, game I've ever watched. Yeah. I've never seen a game like that, that physical. Um, yeah, that, that game three, like, for me as well, like, even as an ex-player, like, it made my whole, the whole next few months happy. Yeah, man. Even, like, you know, the next day I had a show with Cam Smith and, like, he rolls in. He's stoked. And I'm, dusty. And he's stoked. He's dusty. <laughs> only because he stayed up so late and he's got an early show. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just like hugging him and going, fuck yeah, you did it, bro. And he's yeah. like, bro, I did it. And I just yeah. like, just a, like, I'll remember that forever, yeah. you know? And it's all off the back of mm. a game of footy. Yeah. But like, think about the farmer or the, the single parent that's, you know, working yeah. 60 hours a week. They don't really have anything else to look forward to other than their kids, obviously. You get the win for them. Like, mm. that changes. Like, I, th- I really think, obviously, COVID was terrible, like, absolutely terrible. But like, I think it showed how important sport is in people's lives. Like, could mm. you imagine if there was no sport in Australia going on? Like, I understand there are more important things in sport. I understand that. But it brings happiness 100%. into people's lives. Especially during COVID. Like, I'm, I'm not a player anymore and, and I want the sport on so I can be happy, you know? Like, yeah. even if I wasn't doing another content or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I think that proved it over the, the... Like, it was all I looked forward to during that period was the weekend and sport. Yeah. Because everything else, you couldn't do anything. Yeah, 100%. And that's... I think that's why I was like good that it was like that in between sort of like hate love for us still playing you know, get the people who are like fuck they're still doing this they're doing blah 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 but then like we're in like the most strict bubble ever mm. but then also you got you got to watch footy on the weekend even yeah. though it was weird there was no crowds man like yeah. they got the fake crowd noise I remember I only played a few games that year with no crowds and like it's weird man it feels like an opposed session yeah. you can reverse I remember reverse Bulldogs at Suncorp obviously there's no one in there and I remember like I think Corey Allen was playing fullback and like, I'm good mate Corey but like, I remember like hearing him saying shit and I'm like I shouldn't be able to hear you right now like, <laughs> yeah, I can hear what you're saying <laughs> yeah yeah like usually you don't hear any of that like, yeah it's not like you play at C-Bus and you can't hear anything to do next to you but you still don't hear their fullback chatting sh- like you don't yeah. hear that and like blowing up at the ref it's literally like an opposed session yeah like, like there's no one in the crowd it's, it's a weird feeling man yeah uh yeah no nah, it's 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 uh it's different just times. the vibe different times hopefully we never go back to it Jesus <laughs> Fuck, holy heckers um Okay, so yeah, yeah, you have that. What do you remember from the game specifically? Because like you're probably bizarre, not bizarrely, but you probably play the best game you've ever played. Game one, for Queensland. Well, at least from my perspective. I think um, the things I remember, obviously the try, obviously the tries that we scored, um, and then one of <laughs> one of Cleary's bombs, because <laughs> uh, I remember it went up. I'm like. Fuck this! Is, I, you know, you, as as you can see, they either hold the ball like that, ready to kick, or they hold yeah, it like that for the big you know floaty. I'm like, on. ah, shit! And like, that's something that like I catch, I'll catch a thousand bombs a week, mm. every week, and I'll still get game day. And I'm like, Wigan, yeah, like, which I don't know if it's like a good or bad thing, but it's just I'll never go out to a game and be like, whatever. Which whatever I'm, I'm happens, assuming, happens. I'm assuming Teddy doesn't go into games <laughs> thinking, fuck, is he gonna put up a talk? You know what I mean? He just goes out and catches them. Yeah. Hopefully, like the the more I play, the uh, the more comfortable I get. But um. Mm. Just, I just honestly remember that final whistle. Uh, my try was sick. Um, but you, you forget how like big of an impact it is. Like I remember after the game, my favorite thing that I was getting tagged in or anything was people at pubs, mm. you know, filming it and then going like this and people going off. Yeah, yeah. And when I scored, I'm like, I think we're down 12-0 or something like that. 
and I didn't I didn't go off at all. I kind of scored, like I've watched it a few times because it fucking makes me happy. Oh, no, fuck, obviously. I mean, like obviously. it's on my screen screen. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like I was pretty calm. It was a bit like just like, in the moment, and I'm like, you know, still losing. I'm not gonna get up, layering up, and then fucking lose the game. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then obviously Munster scored, uh, that sick try, and then I think uh, Gagai or Coates. I think it was Coates scored the other one. But yeah, just honestly, right at the end, like. There's no better feeling than uh, walking around. Um, you know, you're doing kind of interviews and you you slap up one of your mates, you go yeah. in there and then you go over to see your family and they're like, fuck, that was sick. And then you just, you're waiting to get back in the sheds and, and like literally it's on the bucket. It was always on the bucket list for me to sing that that song with yeah. Alfie. Mm. You know, like I, I still think there's, I've had no better feeling in footy than singing that, that yeah, 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 yeah song with like, really with the beers, like everyone's Alfie in there. Alfie going crazy. Fucking Alfie running it. Yeah. He's a legend. He's a guy. Uh, but in terms of the actual game, just those little moments. Like, I remember, not everything, but I, I can't remember everything, but things mm. that stand out, obviously the couple of tries that we scored and then just that that final whistle. Yeah. Uh, oh, when, did it. when it was like that awkward kind of like, we're laying on him, like, is yeah, it too long? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was like that controversy sort of thing. But as soon as he blew, I was like, happy days. And so, so you obviously get injured and you can't play the rest of the series, but... What was it like watching that game three that year? Were you in the squad? As in, like, did you get to go to the game with the squad? Nah, so I actually... So I did my Liz Frank, like, a 71st minute of that game. Mm. I remember limping around. I was like, saw what it was all right. Fuck it, an origin game, like, you know, adrenaline. Yeah. Afterwards, saw, saw, saw. But, like, limping around, like, having a few beers on the plane. Like, fuck, this is sick. Yeah. Next day, I've got to move it on. i go to put any what pressure on it. Just go on. can't put anything on it. I'm like, fuck, I'm thinking... There's no way I'm playing next Wednesday yeah. or whenever it was. Hoping game three. I had to go get a scan. They said I did this. And then I'm like, the club's kind of like, all right, like you can stay in camp if you want. But they didn't, they never made me come out. But they're like, obviously, if you want to come out, like we can get surgery done straight away, help mm. you for next season. Yeah. And I would have stayed in, but it was like, I was stoked. Like boys would come up to me, I was sitting there and they're like, fuck, like what is it? I'm like, oh, at least I ain't going to get surgery. They're like, fuck, like kind of feeling sorry for you. I'm like, bro, like, I just got a try on Origin Day when we won the game. Like, mm. I'm not sad the slightest. Like, yeah. I injured my foot, but, like, if we had lost and I didn't, I'm like, obviously, I was gutted I was out for the, the thing, but I was like, fuck, I just had the best night ever. Yeah. So, and then I was kind of hobbling around, and then you're, like, fucking on the bus like this, and everyone's just kind of, like, walking past, like, oh, like, how are you? And I was like, fuck, I'm just going to get out, get my surgery done. Mm. And it would have been sweet because they were in the bubble. I couldn't come back in. Mm. So, I ended up going to game three as a fan mm. with uh, Liam. My mate, literally sitting like in like the um, family section, you know, kind of, because yeah. I was, I think I was like four days mm. surgery, like foot was throbbing. Uh, literally watching as a fan, so it was it was quite tough, like not being like on the bench with them. Yeah, but for the sake of like hobbling around for like two weeks with yeah. this freaking Liz Frank like, in a bubble, it was just it was yeah in a bubble, and then like stand there at training like this, and then it's like. It's just, it's just a bit tough. And I couldn't even travel to Sydney with him because the game two was in Sydney because oh, I wasn't okay. allowed to travel. It was just mm. shit like that. And I was like, stayed in for a few days after camp and I was like, fuck, I'm going to go out and get surgery and that. Mm. But um, I reconvened with him in Byron afterwards, which was fine. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the, the great Munster. Um, I mean, obviously you don't have to go into detail, but was mm. it as epic as we all hope it was? Yeah, it was fun. It was <laughs> epic. So, And like, like I said, my... My foot was like four or five days old from surgery, but yeah, that was um, that was awesome. You know, you had to have fun like that with you know players that you just look up to, and then mm. obviously someone like Munster who's on the comp, yeah, and an Origin. We're like, 
I could imagine. So, but now we had a fun, fun few days. Mate, what, a, what an incredible win! Yeah. Um, so 2020 roll one rolls around. Um, you hairline fracture to the jaw. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously this year, um, so, so 2021, you've had a, uh, did you make the finals or 2020 you've made the finals? 2021. 2021. Yeah. And you got beaten by Roosters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you could have won that game too, oh, which really is crazy. Won it, yeah. yeah. Oh, I remember now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't there. Yeah. Possible. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say it because I, I know I know Paddy copped it up for it, but I like feel bad too. to be fair, he owned it. We had our Mad Monday the next day, and he was already mocking himself. He's yeah, like, oh, like I passed that one. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. good. You know, it wasn't like an awkward. It's not like he meant it. Like, obviously, it was the wrong play, but like these things. You, you happen. know, you know, like in a game like that, in the moment, so it, it's it's so easy to look at it. And get, Why did you not pass? And like, you see the game, replay a million times. You like, you know, yeah, like it's. But um, and Paddy Herbert is like. A strong ball runner, so normally he would have been yeah. able to make the line. Well, he got the arm free. He kind of get it, but then he just fucked it up. Went straight <laughs> to the sideline. That's when Croydon's standing like this. So I'm watching it at home because I broke my jaw like three four against mm. South, and we're getting beaten like twelve nil or whatever. And I'm having some beers at home, like watching it. I've got Donny over. You know, we got the boys that weren't playing over. Mm. We start come back. We're like, fuck! Look at this! Like this comeback, and then. All of a sudden, we're down by four or whatever it is, two maybe, and then we make that break down the left. And I'm looking at Donnie going, no fucking way, because I was back the next week. I had this double-sided mouth guard. I don't know how <laughs> I was going to play in it. I wouldn't have been oh, able to breathe. Bro, I would have not so have been funny. able to breathe. But so I was funny. like, I'm not not playing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we end up playing the finals that year. Yeah. Um, so close, bro. So close. Um, but anyway, this year rolls around and it just... You know, we've kind of already spoken about it. Really, defense was like the issue mm. this year. But going into this next year, I personally would have this is this would have been mine spine from the start. It would have been uh, Foz at seven, you at six, Campbell at one. But you guys, it seems the reports, and you don't have to confirm more than I, that that may not be the case. What, like, what is the vibe? I guess in regards to your spine. Um. So at the moment. I'm training more at one mm. than six. Uh, it's just kind of... So I had a good chat to Justin and there was a little bit of speculation about me playing centers uh, and I kindly kind of shut that down mm. to Justin. I was like... Uh, I just was thinking... You know, I've, like like I said, this year I was playing every full game. You know, you just chat to the coach. He goes, this one, what you do. Blah, mm. blah, blah, each player. And like every game he said to me, get your hands on the footy. That's what I want. Yeah. Sweet. Right? It's clear game plan. So I'm thinking, I don't want to be in the center stand there. And especially if our team's not going well. Like, imagine not getting the foot. You, you look yeah. something like Valentine Holmes. Yeah. You win a game, he's playing center, you're getting involved, scoring tries. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. If you're not, then I'm like, I can't I can't just be standing at it, you know? Yeah. Like, especially coming from a position like six or one. Yeah. And then he was like, yeah, yeah. So he goes, so they're pretty much going to play six or one. And it's kind of, uh, he's just kind of waiting to see, you know, how Tanner and Foz look in the halves. Yeah. How JC's flying. If JC's flying, maybe me and Foz in the hubs. Mm. Or if Tanner's flying, maybe me at the back, then mm. you're there. Um, just trying to work it all out. But at the moment, like I said, I've only done a few few weeks with the team now um, yeah. in rehab before Christmas. But I'm training more at one than six. And I'm really enjoying being back there. But um, Which position do you prefer? One. You like one? <laughs> yeah. Just because you can roam anywhere and, yeah. and you I don't just, have to D in line. 
<laughs> the boys who wrestle session, I'm like, do I have to do this? Like, <laughs> if I'm playing one, but um, I don't know. Like, I think you know, we've all seen JC, but he's a freak, and yeah, we're good mates. So it's just trying to fit how we all fit into the team. And like I like, I always say in in interviews, I don't care if I play six and one. I prefer to play one, but again, not being cliche. I got asked uh, before Christmas, oh, so do you want to play six and one? Mm. I literally said, I want to win. Like, if our thing's best with JC at the back and mm. me at six, and or me at the back and thingy and him and whatever, mm. yeah. then I, I'd rather win games, sing a song after a game and be yeah. playing in this position. Yeah. You know, so I think it's just up to Justin to find out where we all find our best. But um, if he's asked me for my preference, I, I, I've, I've told him fullback. Yeah. Um, now it's going to be interesting to see how it all turns out. Um, so... What about, uh, like, is this year just about basically a full year of footy, no injury? Is that, like, the main goal at the moment? Um, yeah. I mean, individual goals are to uh, get back into origin. Yep. And to play finals footy. Yeah. And then, obviously, yeah, just look at my body as, as much as I can. Because, like, I look for a lot of last year, your injury, your groin was, like, giving you trouble kind of thing. Yeah, it was actually, like, pretty bad. So, I missed round one for it. Mm. And then it was just kind of, like... Uh, got that osteitis pubis whatever it is mm. it's kind of referred to my lower abs um, and it just got to a point where like I wasn't training at all throughout the week um, I'd be on anti-inflammatory post game then throughout the week and yeah, then, how's your guts going yeah shit torture no pun so like <laughs> <laughs> so um, couldn't really train to be like oh we need to work on this and I'll be in there going like yeah we're going 50% because I can't really it's like accelerating and that sort of stuff and then towards, like, I reckon, like, the last eight to ten games, we just didn't really have the depth. We didn't have players like Foran and Tanner who could step into the halves or whatever um, to to really, like, say, okay, have two weeks off and really try try get it right. Yeah. Um, so it's just getting worse and worse. And short turnarounds were horrible. Like, I would literally just train captain's run mm. um, and get through to the game. And then the last, yeah, six to seven games in warm-up, I'm playing in the halves. I'm kicking to this side. Whoever the halfback is kicking that side. Um, but I've got our trainer kicking because I can't kick because it's hurting my groin too much. Right? This is before a game. Yeah. So I'm I'm standing there as like the trainers to be passing the footy to our 45 or 40 year old assistant <laughs> who's then kicking to the corner. And I'm literally standing there like cruisy as yeah. like thinking, what do I do right now? Like I'm yeah. not kicking. He's kicking to there and I'm like mm. practicing the passing off the deck, mm. you know, like. Because I'd kick and go like, oh, frick, like yeah. it's going to hurt it for a game. Mm. So, and then we we're on the verge of getting the spoon. Like, mm. I didn't want to like miss out. And then, so by the end of the season came around, they're like, yeah, okay. Like I wasn't doing anything in the gym. I wasn't doing any hanging, any core, anything wow. that was going to be hurting it. Wow. Like just, it felt like I had a hernia. Like I'd sneeze and mm. it would just be pain. Really? Like sit up out of bed. If I had to like change my pillow, anything like that. Oh, wow. So it was just like a frustrating year. Uh, but then like, but they're like the things like, you don't really like no one really knows about you know what yeah, I mean like yeah. I, I, I just see you on the field playing yeah they're like I made a break against Bronx at Suncorp and like I literally was like looking like this because I couldn't like take off and mm. I was just like saying like fuck I, I think I need a break and then we'll just like I said we were like on the brink of on the brink again the spoon um, so then I think the club was like appreciative mm. so when we finished they're like alright so my plan was always to be rehabbed until Christmas mm. So yeah, I had about six weeks off running, like the longest I've ever gone without running since I've played footy. You know, like yeah. you always go for a couple of trots in the off season. Mm. Six or seven weeks, come back. Like I said to you before, had a bit of a run, 
was exact same. I was like, Uh-oh. fuck, why is this still sore? I thought it'd yep. be fine. Mm. But it kind of works out the more I strength around it. I'm doing a lot of leg weights, core weights, um, adductor sort of shit now. Mm. And it's, it is getting better. Like, still a bit stiff. Pulls up a bit stiff up the trainings, but... Yeah, I didn't know this, to be honest. <laughs> what, a lot of like, leg weights? You're like, yeah. Are you serious? I'm just saying, bro. Like, I'm right. not having a crack. I'm just saying I didn't really notice that you're doing leg weights. That's all. All right, sweet. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no. So it is. It is getting stronger, which yep. is good. Yep. And like I said, I've got a. I've had an enjoyable preseason. Just have you boys train. like hit full speed in that and everything? Like full um, good, as in yeah, pretty fitness. much. Probably yeah. about ninety five percent. Yeah. Okay. It's just like. Um, and you're not pulling up sore or anything yet. Yeah, a little bit. A little, little bit. bit. But so they kind of like focus on Monday, Fridays being my big day. Mm. Uh, and then Wednesdays, I'm kind of capped at four k. Yep. So the other day it was sore, like on Wednesday. Like Monday was big. Tuesday's like a half kind of like wrestle sort of day. Then Wednesday was um, a bit sore, like a bit slow to get going. And I was a bit like, shit. But then they're like, I had the biggest week I'd had in 18 months okay. last last week, yeah. the week before. So like high days, a lot of high speed mm. running and that sort of stuff. So they reckon I ran like um, more high speed efforts than I did like um, all season. Yeah, wow. Last week. Wow. Just because like I wasn't hitting So they're really the trying speed. to build you up to it where yeah. there's no pain, you've got the strength around it kind of thing. Yeah, and there's like I know it's though there's always gonna be like a little bit, but as long as that like recovers quickly, then it then it's sweet. Yeah. Whereas it was like last year I'd do a goosey, like yeah. that's what a shit hurts it. Yeah. And I'd be like hunched over like a minute because it was just like wow. painful as and now it's kinda like I'll do a goosey and it's like a bit sore, but then it's like kinda ready yeah. to go by the next time. Mm. Probably because that's strength that you are building around at the core strength. Yeah. Um so I'm shredded. <laughs> I honestly didn't notice, so yeah, I, take I, thought they were, bro, I thought they were moving you in the forwards. Like, I'm being serious. I'm a ball playing locker. <laughs> <laughs> um, ask all the boys his favorite rapper of all time. What's that? Favorite rapper of all time. You ask me. Yeah, I ask all the boys this. Oh, favorite okay. rapper of all time. Well, Drake's my favorite artist. Yeah, because he's not really like he's, he's a rapper, a but he's rapper. like a. Uh, in terms of rapping. 21 Savage. Uh, 21. <laughs> 21. 21. 21. 21. 21. 21. <laughs> well, have you seen all the memes of like, uh, can you do something for me? The yeah, Drake, bro. bro. Bad Jizzy. And like, yeah. Bruh. The Drake Don't memes you? are so Oi, good. Oi, undefeated lay. You seen so that? Um, Drake the type of guy? Drake the type of guy oh. memes are the best. <laughs> oh, bro. His, those memes are so good, man. Like, <laughs> like, some, like someone was like, uh, Drake's the type of guy to put his hands on his hips when he's angry. <laughs> Oh, bro, I'm going to find some of these afters because I don't want to say the wrong ones. But um, those ones are funny. I've actually seen this because obviously, like, I like I love Drake. And there's ones where um, he's playing basketball, like actual Drake, and he gets yeah. fouled. And he's like, um, like, owie or some shit. <laughs> yeah, and he yeah. ever says, it's like, Drake the type of guy to say owie. Like, so he obviously, like, listens to those memes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's uh, Another one was uh, Drake's the type of guy to come up behind you, put his hands over your eyes and say, guess who? <laughs> no, I think that's what I was thinking of, bro. <laughs> Bro, if you Google them, there's so many good bro, ones, bro. Yeah, and they go and they're elite. ever. They're, they're elite. It's, they're so good. And, and I reckon, I reckon, I like to think, because I like him, I like to think that he, he is that kind of funny sort of dude. Surely. And, and he laughs. you got to lean into shit. it, bro. Otherwise, it would make you crazy. But yeah, 21. Uh, <laughs> uh, 21, 21. <laughs> 21, 21. Um, favorite movie of all time? The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight? Yeah, bro. So that's number two? Number two of the... Yeah, so it's Batman Of the trilogy? Batman Begins, Dark Knight, and Dark Knight Rises. But that's um, one with Heath Ledger. Okay, Knight. yeah, Heath Ledger. Fucking Goated. outstanding movie. Goaded. Everything about it. Like, from Goated. the opening scene, just every scene is just... Yeah. That's a goaded movie. What's your favorite movie? Um, probably Gladiator. That's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, because I, like I see a lot of myself in like Maximus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Same rig. <laughs> same pouch. <laughs> Little bum bag. 
<laughs> it's no, gonna go it, soon, bro. It's going soon. Yeah, what's Trust it go, me. Lad? What's it's it a go? hot boy summer, bro. When I first was with you at Field Day, you're mm. a shred lord. Yeah. No, you, then, know, you know what it is. Your business is doing well. <laughs> you're married. There's a lot of work. Let's put it that way. There's a lot of. But I'm getting back to it, bro. I'm getting back to right, it. You're looking good, lad. Thanks, bro. I appreciate it. Like, there's only a little bit there, bro. Only a little patch. But like, I got big arms and you. You're big biceps. Than you as well, and you're a professional athlete. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. like literally what you get paid to do. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> we don't do biceps. All I do is legs now. Yeah, as we you didn't. Tell, as we, you said on the way in, I didn't notice, bro. You compliment on the way in, so <laughs> I thought you'd like you're being tough on the camera I, now. I honestly thought there was like an anti leg weights like policy the Titans had. Yes, <laughs> man. <seeing> today. <laughs> that's kind of rattled me. Eh? Like we do so much calves, and it just yeah, I'm, I got I got vein. tiny calves too, bro. I got tiny carbs too. Who wants carbs anyway? But like car, if you've got big carbs, you're only quick over like a short period. You need the little carbs to be able to run long Sprinter distance. Sprinters and, and sh- you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like whereas you got big carbs, you're only good over 10, 15. Yeah. You don't want that. I'm built well, for speed, yeah. not for fucking 10 meters. Yeah, bro. No one wants 10 meters. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's not that bad. Um, bro, if everything happens perfectly in the next 12 months, where are you? What are you doing? Uh, wait, from today? From today. Or like what have I done? No, from today, if everything happens perfectly, you live in the dream year. What What are you doing today in twelve months' time? Yeah, fucking another podcast of the year, lad. Okay, well, fuck- God, like, what is it? It's a nineteenth of January. Nineteenth of January, two forty. I reckon I'll be back here. If okay, everything goes okay. perfectly. Hopefully, they'll gypsy will let us use it. Okay. <laughs> Could you imagine he wants to like break the cycle and he's like, nah, not letting nah, you use it not anymore. And you're too arrogant to fly to Sydney, so. Fuck, we'd have to cancel it. I am too arrogant to fly to Sydney. You're so arrogant. I don't like Sydney. It's the mission. It's too oh, far. Okay, well, sorry, you don't like me either then because I live there or? <laughs> Bro, you could come up. You just come up once in like three years to see me. I went a field day to see you. Yeah, that's a good that's point, fair. bro. That's a fair you point. To, you used to go back and forth and now you're just down there. Yeah, because I had the bar, bro. Now I don't have the bar anymore. You don't have the bar anymore? No, I sold it ages ago. Jeez, like, sold it Oh, no. <laughs> come on, bro. It's arrogant. No, it's Actually, not arrogant. Well, it was the one that we were. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It started COVID. That's COVID hit. now, bro. Yeah. So you're just straight podcasts. Potty and beer and merch. Oh, and beer and merch. That's right. That's whatever. I haven't had any of those beers in ages. I haven't said something. <laughs> oh, fuck. My address hasn't changed all good. Bro, just ask you the question. Like, what am I supposed to fucking read your mind? Should I hire a mind I reader? Wouldn't, I wouldn't mind a surprise every now and then. <laughs> just a little oh, nice surprise to after a tough day at preseason. A little case of blokies. I wouldn't Mate, mind it. You know you could get it any time. Stop trying His to... hands. <laughs> <laughs> no, you could only get them once because you've been hospitalized the first time. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I'll let you have it. That's fair. <laughs> nah, bro. Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. And uh, I'll see you in a year's time. I'll see you at two... F- oh, probably about what? Two? Like, it would be like start when we started. Like yeah, one or two, yeah. An hour ago. In a year's time. Year's if everything time. goes perfectly, that'll be me. Perfectly. So if one thing goes wrong, you're not going to rock up to the fuck body. No. Oh, bro, like you said. Fucked. That's you gotta, fucked. You got to hold up your, uh, your end of the bargain oh, too. Bro, I'm ready to go. Locked it in. I want to write my calendar. I already messaged the wife and said I need a, a day off. Because you need to message her to do stuff? Yeah, 100%. Well, at least you admit it. No, actually, I don't. I'm fucking a big dog. Cut that shit out. <laughs> Cut the shit out. Cut the end of the shit. No, no. That's nah, sweet. It's actually, you know what is good about being in a relationship, like starting a relationship when you get older? Mm. You know your own, like as in you know the barriers you want to set up for yourself. So like, for example, if you, when you meet someone, like I met my wife, we were both extremely clear about this is what the way it's going to be. And this is the way it's going to be. And that's the way it was. Whereas yeah. when you're younger, you're like, you're too afraid to like set a standard and be like, mm. oh, this is what I like. This is what I don't like. Yeah, that's why, I, I mean, not to go on about like a love, unless we're going into like a love. We can go to love chat. We can go to a love chat now. Yeah. What I don't get is, 
and I'm similar to you when I had a girl, I had a girlfriend since I was uh, 19 to 24. Mm. Recently single. <laughs> Shout out. 21. <laughs> Bro, literally no girls listen to this podcast. So it'd be dudes telling girls to message yeah, me. Right. No, some girls do. I take that back. Some, some girls do. It's about 12%. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So it's not none. Um, uh, yeah, that's what, one thing I will never understand is like, that's what even I did as a 19 year old. Like, mm. If I'm gonna, if I want to go out with my mates or do something like this, mm. it's a bit different. You, I understand people have kids. You have shit you have to do, whatever. Yeah. And there's things you have to do, but you see some boys, no, uh, no kids, not married, misses, but just refuse to like. They go, oh, it's not worth the arguing. I'm like, you're 21. <laughs> Why are you worried about that? I, I just it baffles me. Yeah, I, I, I used to have the like earlier on in one of my earlier relationships that was the case where like they would kind of manipulate you into they pretend like they're not telling you to go but they're telling you to go yeah, yeah. And, and vice versa a lot of men do this to women too yeah. it's not a it's not a gender specific thing and I remember when that relationship finished I said I'll never yeah. ever fucking do that again so I think it just takes experience yeah. of like knowing what some, you want some do it from a young age because they're just mature or they're selfish <laughs> and you no, don't know how I, was, to I was always like and you don't know how to compromise yeah I do <laughs> I would always if she wanted to go out Sweet. Please. Yeah, no, I'm the same. It's like, I think it's obviously a trust thing in that, but like not once did, did my ex ever tell me not to go out. Yeah. And I never once told, if she goes, oh, I'm going to this festival in the middle of the year. Yeah. Sweet. Of course. like You know, like, yeah. but I mean, obviously dudes do say, no, you're not. And chicks yeah. obviously say, no, you're not. But I mean, yeah. I don't know. I guess we want to, put up with that and you want to put up with it but I just I just don't understand it. if you've got kids I can understand well kids is because you're both trying to you work have to out be to take like, care of yeah. the kids and that but I think for a lot of guys as I said when I was younger I had a partner that did that shit to me like like literally constantly and you're a cat and I was a cat and you, but now yeah. I'm a fucking big dog now you're a big dog you don't, you don't take that dog. shit I don't bro. take shit from nobody <laughs> sorry bro. <Dan. laughs> I love that <you. laughs> <Don't listen> <laughs> actually you know what she'd be like do you want any podcasts released this week I'm like nah nah, nah. fuck none of them none of them at all <laughs> nah nah we, we, as I said we were both she, we were both a little bit older so we both knew exactly what we wanted and we knew do you know what I mean yeah and so both of us like, and it's clear let's early. do whatever you want but the, the ironic thing is that we always want to do shit together mm. like as you know we'll go to festies together love wins love always wins bro it always wins it always wins that's right. Use your field day together. A field day together. Went to yeah. Europe. Had a great. We actually get. I'm. I'm fortunate. I've got a relationship where I actually get along. Like she's a friend as well, rather yeah. than just like a partner. Mm. Um, but okay. The moral of the story is I'm a big dog now. I'm not a cat yeah. anymore. Okay. That's the we'll moral finish story. on you being a big dog. <laughs> like literally big. Oh, bro. And what you're the small dog because you've got no legs left. I'm shredded. <laughs> I'm shredded, little lad. Bro, you look like you haven't eaten in like a week. I'm actually a bit heavier than I was. I've been sauntering up heaps. Eh? So just so. fat. You're putting fat on then. Yeah. Because like muscle may as well than fat. Yeah, exactly. I actually, wait, what? <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> I fucked myself sense. up then. I fucked myself up then. Anyway, we'll end Sweet. the potty. Um, my missus doesn't tell me what to do. <laughs> Neither. Thanks. I'm recently single. <laughs> Please follow me.